What is up, ladies and gents, children of all ages and male species sitting across the table. You guys doing all right today? I'm doing good. This is Fit Session number four. That was quite the intro. Cody, the producer, man. I'm trying to mix it up. (laughs) I like it. (laughs) I just thought I'd mix it up. We got Fit Session number four coming to you, B-Hunt. I almost said it, but I held off, B. Give me knuckles yeah. on that one. Oh. I held off. He, he what, what did he almost say, Brandon? Beat the body. <laughs> he will not. Oh, I, God, I, I, I still don't think he'll make it through this without saying it. I almost once. did. I caught myself and uh, just, It'll wanted happen. To, just wanted to. It'll happen myself. before we're done. B, my kid wants to send an email in so bad about be the body, but he's afraid you'll be mad at him. Tell your kid I would never be mad at him. <laughs> he's a diehard listener, too. No matter is. what he does. <laughs> Well, if he's a diehard listener, he will hear that, and then he can send his email. He'll call you Be the Body for the rest he of the He might be the first person that's ever emailed me <laughs> <laughs> off, of, off of the podcast. <laughs> How I'm could sensing, I be bad at him for that? I'm sending, sensing some branding opportunities here with this. Maybe some shirts and hats. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Maybe. With the body on it. We offered to create him an Instagram and all that stuff a couple episodes ago, and he said, no. <laughs> 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 anyway, we're jumping into fit session number four. We also got Matt Honeybun Lulu. What's up? What's up? Back with us again, and um, he fits in well to this podcast. He's a in shape guy. Yeah, Matt and Brandon <laughs> are the Matt guys. and Brandon. You're probably Cody, the producer man, right behind them. Ooh, and, and then I would be a distance I'm, behind. I'm all a three. long way behind them. Matt makes me feel bad though. Sometimes, like we were just on a hunt down in Texas, and he was running. I did go for a run. Day. He did go run. Now hold on though. One day. There's things you do differently as a male when you're single, generally speaking. <laughs> True. Than you do when you've been married a long time. Now, we're just maintaining now. Mm-hmm. He's still, what I, comes before main, maintenance, maintaining? He's building. <laughs> building. I'm, I'm he's building. building. He's building towards still the impressive stage. You got to do something to win him over. And so, Matt's doing a good job of that right now. He is. By the way, we won't throw out any names, but... <laughs> I'm a little worried. Let's let's side trail from fit session real okay. quick. I'm a little worried because I hired Matt because he was single. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so that he could so that he could effectively travel the world. <laughs> and He's film. done a good job. He's it. done a heck of a job. I've been everywhere, but I'm starting to get a little worried. <laughs> he's, getting, he's getting serious. <laughs> There's a girl in the picture, maybe. Matt's so. gonna be like Heath. We need an intern soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'll teach him how to film. Teach him how to film and closed caption, right? Yes, please. If if you are out there and like to close caption, <laughs> e- email be the body. <laughs> It'll make his day. <laughs> anyway, let's jump back. Fit session number four. B, what are we talking about today? We're going to talk about fitness and hunting and the reality of it, I guess. Um, like why? Yeah. Why would you need it? Why would you not? I mean. I'm interested um, already. So... <laughs> You know, if if you follow any of the outdoor industry whatsoever, there's kind of this uh, fit for hunting type movement kind of going on, which is not a bad thing. Anything that gets people moving and active and and I don't follow those accounts. Increasing the their fitness Deep is ready. a good thing in my mind. It is I just know. because it that the increase in fitness is just a hedge on health you know you're you're hedging yourself you know against sickness if you're the fitter you can become so that's that's a good thing now where i don't like it is if it feel if if people if it makes people feel like they can't go hunt or can't do something because they're not fit enough 
that's not true yeah. either. So there's two sides. Well, to depending it, you on know. the scenario that you're hunting in. Yeah, but I mean, it, it really most scenarios, if you want to go do it, you can do it. I mean, you don't have to be super fit to do a lot of hunting. Yeah. And 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 I don't. And now that being said. The hunt may be a lot more enjoyable for you <laughs> if you are maybe wishing you super were fit. fit. I'm but. guessing though, guys who aren't fit aren't you know tracking through Colorado, climbing mountains. You would be surprised. I mean, there's a lot of guys that that, really? that go out west and do big hunts and do sheep hunts and that are not really super fit guys. Yeah, I mean, it can be done. Now, it you know, it's the level of enjoyment you're going to get out of the hunt probably would go up in my opinion if you were more fit just because it's not going to suck as bad <laughs> you know be sore the next morning yeah, yeah you're not going to be sore the whole trip you're not going to be beat down the whole trip you know you'll be able to enjoy more of it but mm-hmm. as far as being able to do it i mean if you're mentally tough enough to go do it you can do it it the the physical part of it in my opinion is secondary to being mentally tough enough to go do it. Yeah. That's where most everybody falls short. Even guys that do these backcountry hunts that haven't done them before, a lot of times that are super fit, they still mentally can't do the hunt because it's long days. It's a long time in there by yourself or away from your family. You know, you think of a 10 to 14 day hunt in the backcountry with no contact. Um, you know garmin in reach text or whatever is about all you got with your family and you know there's just a lot of people just don't just don't do well with that don't like it don't like being away from civilization for that long of a period of time i was gonna say i don't know if this fits in this what you're sharing with us today but the mental conditioning side mm-hmm. fitness of the mind mm-hmm. it plays a major role with what you're talking about absolutely and, and, and in anything you know and that for for me, like the reason I do the fitness programming that I do with CrossFit and things like that is not only for the physical side of it, but for me, it helped me when I started doing it mentally as much as anything because it's something that I do or I try to do every single day that when I start, I don't know that I can do it or not. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know if I can finish this workout in this amount of time or i don't know if i can do this much of this you know but you get in the middle of it and then it's something that you accomplished that was very hard every single day and when your body and your mind get used to accomplishing something that's very hard every single day when life stuff that comes up that's hard yeah it's not as big a deal Mm -hmm. if you're used to accomplishing hard crap every day yeah you know and that for me that mental side of it, it was as big as the physical stuff that you get out of it, you know? Yeah. That's interesting how it works together. I was with, I think I, sh- I may have shared this on a podcast. I can't remember. I was at a, at a quarterback camp with my son at a, at a big college, and they actually talk, they have full-time mental conditioning oh, yeah. coaches now. That's really? all they do is mental conditioning. Hmm. Yeah, your it's, body, it's just like practice. They have to go through stuff. Your body, when your mind is telling you to quit, your body has 50 to 60% more left in it. I mean, you, I don't know about mine, B. You, you, it's <laughs> maybe twenty. It's all in your head. I mean, your your mind will be screaming at you to stop way, way before your yeah. body's ready to shut down. Yeah, 
or anything major is going to happen to you, yeah. like uh, medically, or you're going to pass out before you die. Right. <laughs> I mean, been there a few times, almost. Yeah, you're not just going to keel over. <laughs> so there'll be some warning signs. <laughs> Hopefully. That's but I, so that all being said, a, a guy does not have to be physically fit to enjoy hunting and hunting is fun it's about fun it's about having fun for me especially and and i know you guys feel the same way about it you don't have to be super fit to hunt and i don't care what the hunt is i mean there's guys that can get you there if you want to go hunt sheep there's guys that can there's helicopters there's all kinds of stuff that <laughs> they'll get you there to shoot a sheep if that's what you want to do so yeah. i don't want anybody out there to feel like they can't go hunt or enjoy a hunt just because they're not physically fit yeah. now all that being said let's get to the other side of it where those hunts can be way more enjoyable and you can be way more effective yeah. on those hunts if you are yeah. physically fit if you have the lung capacity to hike up a mountain and then still be able to take a couple deep breaths and get everything back to square one and take a shot you know that's huge yeah. in that situation or you know like whitetail hunters and a lot of people don't think about stuff like this but being able to manage your body if you're if you're a bow hunter and you're hunting out of hang on tree stands and 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 all and things like that being able to manage your body weight is huge. It is. When you're climbing in and out and up and down and, and being able to take with one leg and put and squat your body weight basically is what you're doing. Climbing, you know, put move it, move your body weight effectively. Yeah. You know, that is huge. I think in being an effective white to hunter, number one, you're quieter getting in and out, you know. You're not sweating by the time you get the better shape you're in if you have a hiker if you have to climb in you're not as taxed whenever you get done doing that you're not sweating which it, when you sweat in the whitetail woods it turns into cold yeah. over time and so it turns into scent yeah and scent so i mean and for me it turns into things, a locked up hammy on the side of the tree that, trying, I've seen trying to get in a tree would be i've seen it because the legs yeah. the, the footsteps are too if far if you apart. are a cameraman and you have a, a jerk hunter like me that likes to spread his steps out a little bit so too far we're gonna get that extra six you inches might wanna, you might want to go do some yoga <laughs> some yoga some stretches at the base of the tree let me just say there's nothing worse i can't wait than what he's talking about I've been stressed out before daylight and something lock up and I'm like, this is not going to be good. Like, B's ready to go kill. You know how serious he oh, is. Yeah. And I'm always half joking, but this is not a joking scenario. Yeah. And, and you, you have to be quiet with B. Oh, yeah, you have to. And so you can't just yell, ah, before daylight. When I've you're seen going to, him hung up before. I have. There's I been a couple of times I've worked it out and I've been so like, oh, this is going to be, this is worse than having to like, jump out of a tree and take a crap when you're the cameraman, when you're locked up. And if you've been a cameraman, Matt, yeah, I don't know if you've had to do that yet. Maybe you ain't been filming. Why are you grinning? I'm just <laughs> listening to your story. We need if to he hear you. He's going to. I was just saying, but he's got some great stories like that too oh, yeah. from the early days. Mm -hmm. That's another podcast, but he's right. Managing your body weight and being able to get up in a tree effectively. Yes. Uh, I mean, for, like y'all said, for me, it's it's efficient and quiet. You want to be efficient and quiet. You know, you want to be in and out as fast as you can and not make any noise. And 
being in shape and being able to handle your body weight in multiple ways in multiple positions is is huge to being able to do that. Yeah, you know, I I see that as far as whitetail hunting to be one of the the most uh, beneficial things to being in shape. You know, if you're whitetail hunting, yeah, obviously being able to drag deer out and all that. But I mean, we don't have to do a ton of that anymore. I mean, most everybody runs side by sides or four wheelers or whatever to get game in and out. Um, it's not like we're out west where we're having to break an animal down and pack him out miles and miles and miles. There's some public land whitetail hunting that you can do that. You know, we have some of it up here north of us in the in the Ozark Mountains. You know, yeah, where a guy could act fit. You know that. Could be a real scenario mm-hmm. um it just doesn't happen very much so saying you have to be fit to be a whitetail hunter is you know that's kind of a farce but there are a lot of advantages to being fit when you're in the whitetail woods you know and back to that mental side of things i think I, that helps me also the 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 working out has helped me mentally in the whitetail woods to be stronger mentally to be able to sit longer you know, and not get bored and talk myself out of getting down. Yeah. You know, I think I think CrossFit's do. helped me do that too because I've learned through CrossFit just to ignore those little voices in the back of my mind that are telling me, you know, you could do this, you could do that, you need to do this, and and stick it out. Yeah. And I think that's helped me a lot as far as hunting longer, hunting more efficiently, and things <clears> like that. I think one of the other things that pops in my mind – that's an advantage of trying to be somewhat in shape when you're hunting is your risk for injury going down. Mm-hmm. The older I get, mm-hmm. the more prone I am to feel like something's going to pull or mm-hmm. I mean, even dragging a deer out or something, there's a good chance mm-hmm. if you're just in terrible shape mm-hmm. that you're going to be hurt easier, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I think back to when I was probably hurt the worst I ever was. I was with you when I broke both feet. Oh, yeah. At that point in time, I was in the worst shape of my life probably. Mm. That's pretty bad because I'm not just great now. I'm trying to track, track <laughs> with these. I'm trying to somewhat track with these fit sessions. Um, but at that point in time, I probably could say I was the worst shape of my life, and it didn't take much. Mm-hmm. I don't know that anything would have changed that scenario. But um, the older I get, I think about it more and more. You know, yeah. there's a lot of advantages to at least somewhat staying in shape. Absolutely, it does. It seems like your body bounces back quicker when you yeah. are taking care of mm-hmm. it health wise. You yeah. know, so if you sprain an ankle climbing up a mountain, mm-hmm. less recovery time. It seems like when you're actually taking care of your body. Yeah, we're not. It's not. It's so. It's so funny now. Even watching like Gavin play sports, he's been injured two or three times in football, and how fast. Oh yeah, a kid can recover, especially when they're growing as fast as what it's they're growing when they're at that age. Yeah. I mean, they they heal so so fast. fast. Whereas. Mm-hmm. Now, Matt's not in this scenario, but for the rest of us here, it, it's going to take a little longer, you know? We're oh, yeah. A little bit older. You start getting up there, 35, 40. How old are you, B? I'm 43. 43? Am I the oldest? I think you're the old, old man. You are you, how old are you, Grandpa. Cody? I'm 38. Wow. Grandpa. You're 42, Grandpa 41. Hey, that's props to you, though. You're the oldest one here and still got the nickname Be the Body. <laughs> it came out. It, there it was. Told you. How long are we in? 15 minutes and 38 seconds. What I tell you? Finally came out. <laughs> that is true, though. And even like I noticed that in recovery time, working, just working out, you know, not injured, but just working out and soreness and, you know, joint health and things. That, all that stuff is important to me now when it wasn't. 10 years ago yeah, you, you didn't know? think of it then. i didn't think of it because my joints didn't hurt 10 years ago but now like you know i do about four days a week and i need those other three days of the week for recovery time and if i do that if i do more than that 
I pay for it. You know, I'm going to be sore. I'm going to be, I run the risk of a shoulder tweak or a knee tweak or a whatever, you know, if I don't take those days to rest and just dot. And when I say rest, I don't do anything on those days other than normal walking or stuff. Um, those days, those kind of days are big when you get older, for sure. Because yeah. it does take longer. I mean, we deadlifted Friday, I think, and it's <clears throat> Monday, where normally when I was 10 years ago, yesterday, I'd have been good. Now, I still I still know we deadlifted on Friday today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about you, Matt? You love working out. What's your thought process on all this? Well, it definitely makes it easier, especially being a cameraman and traveling as much as I am. I don't just have... A backpack on me i have my camera on my shoulder my tripod and i mean we've been out west tracking around colorado a little bit down to argentina going up and down the mountains so being in shape really helps mm-hmm. a ton like brandon was saying it's a lot easier when you're in shape it doesn't suck as much yeah it's still gonna suck because you're climbing up a mountain but once you get up there you can breathe you're not huffing and puffing and you go with some guys and you see they didn't prepare for the hunt and they're miserable the whole time. They're complaining the whole time. Yeah. And I mean, once you get up there, take a minute or so, you're back to normal, ready to go. So absolutely, it's crucial. Yeah. It, what being a white tail cameraman? I mean, you're you're talking about a pack that's going to weigh thirty, forty extra pounds, maybe. Mine's going with everything you got in more. it. I got some some snickers and <laughs> that's some added weight in mine <laughs> but you're adding that to your body weight when you're climbing a, a tree you know mm-hmm. yeah you need to be able to manage that mm-hmm. i bet you when i climb a tree i bet you i'm 300 with all the gear would you say you're close. I feel like it. Thanks. Buddy. I mean, you, you, might, you might not be now, no, but there's been times about, when you were close. Well, I weigh two, 220, 225, and I really feel like well, all that gear on. Well, your clothing, your footwear, your, clothing, your backpack, mm-hmm. camera arms. I know I'm putting some stress on them straps, yeah. on them, on them step. <laughs> You're testing steps. that. That the most most stands are rated for three hundred pounds. Yeah, yeah. Pushing the limits. I, I just know I've, I've felt that at times. I'm like, I know I'm stretching these straps. If you do ever slip, you're going to test that hunter safety system <laughs> to the max. <laughs> yep. I, we, I don't go up without them anymore. Uh, I, I, try not, I try not to because I fell the uh, year before last. I yeah, remember. Taking a stand sure down. Sure did. By yourself. Yep, by myself. But him. I was. Do you know that? Mm-mm. I was hooked onto a lifeline and it. It saved me because I would have been tore up because mm. was, I was about 18 foot up yeah. when the limb broke. Mm. But even from then, your recovery time was fairly quick. You had some bumps and bruises. Yeah, I, would, I had I a shoulder like tweak. And you caught that was a, about you it. catch a limb on the way down? The strap happened? was under, so the mm. my back strap was run under my arm instead of over my shoulder that was connected to the tether or the lifeline. Yeah. And whenever I fell, that strap pulled up over my arm or kind of over my See, arm that would have ripped my whole shoulder out of socket <laughs> yeah if my body weight would have went through there like that yeah and that's you know and, and not just that i mean a lot of that is the type of training that i do too i mean i uh, with what we do at our gym there's a lot of mobility type stuff that we do and moving loads in different ways and and that helps yeah. as far as being able to put your body in certain positions under load 
it helps with situations just like that where you don't tear a rotator cuff because you're so stiff that your arm can't get in that position. Yeah. No, that's wisdom but, there. Well, it's that time to be getting in shape. It is. And that, you know, we kind of talked about the whys and the what's of hunting and fitness. Next podcast, we'll probably go into a little bit more specifics on what you might can do to get, you know, in shape for hunting if that's something you want to do. I can tell you what I'm doing. I'm swimming, B. Oh, yeah. Swimming's <laughs> it's good. It's summertime. It is good. They say it's good, actually. That's my it's favorite It's easy on exercise. the joints, and it will suck the air out of you. <laughs> that's my favorite exercise. I hate swimming. Do you really? See, I'm totally I mean, I like being I in it. the water, but I hate swimming now, for exercise. I have a feeling yeah. I kind of know what kind of swimming you're doing, and I don't feel like it's the exercise kind of swimming. I saw the I new like floats. Yeah, I feel like there's more sitting around in there on a noodle <laughs> than there is doing laps. Because, number one, I've seen your pool. <laughs> it's really, like, loungy looking, isn't it? Uh, kind yeah. of lagoonish. <laughs> you know, he's doing a backstroke sitting on a noodle from end to end. <laughs> Picture me rolling. That's me right there his arms will be really strong back when i did really exercise i did enjoy swimming be yeah but that's when you're training for the triathlon, what, triathlon you yeah. never did and i've got a game plan on how i'm gonna dominate that thing oh yeah yep quiet cat <laughs> <laughs> when we get to the bicycle portion you, you're gonna have, i got a secret weapon <laughs> you're gonna have to talk urge into sending you a new battery i got me an e-bike <laughs> <laughs> oh, I did. I told somebody, my brother-in-law, he's all into that stuff. I told him, I said, I'm going to do a triathlon one of these days. I got a secret weapon. Because nobody out there is hunters, really. They wouldn't know what I had. Until I, I go zipping by. And <laughs> not moving your feet at all. <laughs> Put your thumb on the full drive of bottle water. Well, I ride those electric bikes, and I'm always moving my feet. Oh, not me. No. Heat is all throttle. I'm like, got the back tire sunk down. Maybe that's why the battery doesn't work. <laughs> he rides it just like a full wheel. That's a motorcycle, man. That's funny. It's probably why our batteries don't work. That probably is. I wore that sucker out. Mm-mm-mm. Oh, good times, guys. Yeah, that's good times. Well, it's been good, B. I've yep. got more motivation for this month. We will uh, we'll catch up on some how-tos next, next one. Cool. All right, until next time. Out. 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 You've been listening to the Fit Sessions of the Tour 12 podcast. Our goal is to help you live your passion in business, leadership, and life. If you have topics that you'd like to hear about, be sure to hit Brandon up on his Instagram account or email us at feedback at thetour12podcast.com. As always, it would mean a lot to our team if you would rate, review, and subscribe to the Tour 12 podcast and invite your friends to join us in living their passion.